What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to episode 37 of Throwback Music Video Review Podcast, and today we will be reviewing Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence. <laughs> and then you sing it the whole time, or what? Four second silence for awkwardness, right? We should just not talk and just enjoy the yeah. silence during this whole time. <laughs> That's all it is. It's right? like a one hour audio file of absolute silence. Most downloaded and then, episode. And then the ad in the end. <laughs> Uh, by the way, hey, we're brought to you by Progressive. God, I hate that commercial. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah, it was hey, our sponsors, hey. right? You'd we rather have ca- Jack in a Boxer. <laughs> yeah, actually, because, you know. We, we need all, to cash out those grew, 50 cents, man. We all yeah. were fed by Jack in a Box during our, our roaring 20s. Right. Mm. Two tacos. Awesome. <laughs> so today, we, uh, we're talking about uh, Enjoy the Silence. silence right? this, is a, this is now a Louis-sponsored episode. <laughs> <laughs> Louis right, is the one who the took over the notes for this episode, so... Very excited. She <laughs> said not to talk about oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll delete that. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I delete it. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, but I think, you know, the crowd's like all of a sudden, hey, I thought, hey, the, why is I thought this the cool guy was the one who was making the... <laughs> hey. I'm not used to this. I'm turning it off. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm oh, pausing. I was like, closing my laptop now. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to start it off exactly like Al. What are your experiences with this song? <laughs> Enjoy the silence. Oh, the, how the turntables <laughs> have been turned. Yeah. No, I mean, what? what I mean, what, oh, when, yeah, when uh, did you first hear the song? No, I mean, it was the song along with um, the Cure's love song because Disintegration came out around the same time. Oh, it yeah. wasn't a constant loop at uh, the popular radio stations around here. So, like, because I grew up knowing Depeche Mode as a very synth pop band. This is one of the first songs that that main, went mainstream with guitars on it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and I thought like, wow, this is a, a new direction for, for those guys. And and I, yeah, I loved it. This song and Love Song by The Cure, they were like at a constant. Well, they had, um, there was a kind of like a, I mean, I don't know if it was really was like that, but they, they had a, a Beatles, Beach Boys kind of thing going on, right? Like Oh, like a, like a little semi-rivalry? Well, and, I mean, they didn't, yeah, they, but it was kind of like that. They were releasing, I mean, that was, those are two big albums for the bands. Right, I mean, right. Disintegration Disintegration is Violator. humongous. Mm-hmm. And it's a great album. And The Violator is is probably like the humongous I, turning point. Point for Depeche right. Mode, right? And I and I consider Violator as still my favorite Depeche Mode album. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's like a greatest hits album, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to Not, it, it's like yeah. holy shit! I know that song. I know that song. I know that song. And it's somehow eighty nine percent of it is right is recognizable. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, but you know, it's yeah. a little darker, don't you think? 
Absolutely. Much darker. Yeah, they, they got the, the chilly touch of Anton Corbin. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were already kind of treading that way with music for the masses. Yeah, you can hear it there. Mm-hmm. It was, but it was, it's very different. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a weird move. How many years apart? Three? Two years? Two, th- yeah, about two, three years. Because music for the masses was 87. Was, is that black, were Black Celebrations? No, Black Celebration is his own album. Is on Black Celebration. Because yeah. they were getting kind of dark right there, too. Right. right? Very yeah, dark. Black Celebration, but, you know, but not tonight. This is not dark at all. Yeah. <laughs> But, it does, but that was from the Black Celebration album, too. But the guitar, I think, mm-hmm. uh, added. Some. Yeah, and then, of course, they started, you know, Personal Jesus as well, which is also in the Violator album. Yeah. And the guitar really stands out on that one with the very western-y dang, dang, right. dang, 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 on it. But yes, uh, my experiences <laughs> with that was the concert radio play. And then I, I saw the video a little bit afterwards, and it's just you know, basically just Dave Gahan walking around as a king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Incidentally enough, The Violator was the first CD I ever bought. Really? Um, wow. I'll take you guys back to Warehouse when they started selling used, used CDs. I wouldn't really buy new. I mean, it's expensive, man. Right. Money for, for new yeah. CDs, right? What? Talking about $26.99. I mean, around sometimes. that time, we were still living with allowances, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're but, buying uh, like a British band, a lot of times they're right. imports. So you're talking yes. 30 bucks sometimes. 31, exactly. Yeah, Tower bucks. Records is like easy, $25, $30 for a single sometimes. Let alone that I didn't really have a CD player until... <laughs> I got what? a disc man, uh-huh. and you know I had to buy the tape that you would put in the tape deck of a stereo system to and play your to CDs. play your CDs. Remember oh, that? Oh, that's right. That's adapter, yeah. right? Yeah. Your car, because, yeah, exactly. So I didn't really buy any CDs, but that's the first one I bought. Oh, that's I remember, right. Yeah. So you had to put the cassette in the cassette player to, play to listen the CD to the CD. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's funny because I had a girlfriend at the time, and I, all right, I was you're lazy, man. Hard, man. <laughs> I mean, I was seven. Eight, yeah. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, that was the constant loop of the the sessions, you know, of like the. the so that was your sessions. background music when you were making yeah, out. It was. It's the first one, so it's a really weird kind of like tie to you know this album and, and that and part your of my love life. life. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that era. It's kind of a weird. Yeah, I got the same feeling with the London Suede. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a soundtrack specifically. Yeah, there's a soundtrack. When I hear that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'll tell yes. you this. Like, it's you know, it's happened to me before where you would do some romantic shit. With, and the push mode music happens to be playing in the background. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a little more fervor on the female side. Really? It, it, they, they actually get turned on by the Pesh Mode's music, especially Violator, Songs of Faith and Devotion era. Also, she's probably thinking about getting gangbanged by Alan Wilder, yeah. uh, Martin Gore, <laughs> Dave Gahan, and Andy Fletcher. Andy Fletcher. <laughs> the Fletch. So, were you ever violated during Violator? <laughs> <laughs> I did some violations. Oh, oh gross. <laughs> oh, enjoy the silence. <laughs> <laughs> the song by the English electronic band Depeche Mode, taken from their seventh studio album, Violator, from the year 1990. You guys remember that? 1990? Oh, of course. And the Violator, the sweet. Man, it's a really nice album cover. I was a few months old. Not- I think I remember hearing some of the melodies. <laughs> it's very clear. It's <laughs> iconic, the rose. I'm sure any, um, we probably know a few girls with the Violator rose on their. Oh, the tattoo? Know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a tattoo? yeah. A lot of them, yeah. Yes. Like Ryan, I know, has it on his buttock, right? Again. Do you have a tramp stamp of it? I have or? many. Different kind. <laughs> it just says that his butt's been violated. <laughs> <laughs> so this single was um, certified gold in the U.S. and in Germany, and it won the breast, um, the uh, the breast, the best. Yes, <laughs> slip. It won the um, best British single for the 1991 Brit Awards. The, oh wow! All right. The song was actually created by Martin Gore, which a lot of their songs are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he originally created it as a ballad. Did you know that? So I'm thinking it's supposed to be like a like a somebody kind of oh. song. 
just minimal, just his voice. Yeah, really, it was huh? going to be. Oh, kind it was going to be him. Singing? It was going to be yeah, just minimal piano and like kind of like a harmonium, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's him singing or someone oh. like like maybe probably maybe Dave singing, but uh, very very minimal and oh. a ballad. Uh huh. So I, right. I'm guessing it was kind of going to be kind of like that, you know. But what happened was Alan he insisted on let's re- rework the song and like bring up the tempo. <laughs> the one and, he left um, the band afterwards. Byron goes like, "Fuck you! I wanted the single." <laughs> <laughs> and they they upped somebody. the tempo and they I think they worked on it with Flood who is who was producing it who right. produces a lot of stuff for like Meat Records and mm-hmm. stuff like that also a DJ so they reworked it out and they called Martin Gore back in like oh you need to put a guitar line on this mm-hmm. and he heard it and he's like oh wow you know so like they, it was actually completely reworked and it ended up becoming pretty much the biggest single off the, off the I think so. album yes. yeah, yeah that, I mean it's hard for me because it's World in My They're Eyes was big yeah. You know, Policy of Truth is also in this album, yeah. and World that's another freaking classic. It's like the milestone in their in their as a band, and yeah. it ended up becoming Violator was their biggest selling album, and um, Enjoy the Science was their biggest selling single. So it was like just a crazy turn, right? So 1990, right? 1990, yeah, 19, yeah. So that's been 10 years then since Depeche mm-hmm. Mode's um, inception, right? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So a little less than 10 years because they really broke through with this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they've already broken through with like People Are People and Construction Time. This again. is when they were worldwide famous. Yeah. This is like no, their international. This is, this is international. Mm. I mean, there are levels to things, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I when, you know, when we were kids, like People Are People and Master and Servant were already huge. Yeah. I mean, just can't get enough. Just can't get enough. Of course, I mean that. Yeah, that was worldwide. Well, they they. But as far as like. Serious music, like right, actual respected. art, actual right. art. Yeah, that this is this it, is the pinnacle. In an interview, Dave Dave Gahan said that after they did um, music for the masses, they were all kind of like on their high horses that they were like the biggest mm-hmm. band in the world because right. they actually one of the British alternative bands that made it in America. Like they were filling right. concert halls, right? Mm-hmm. But then I guess when they started meeting the people that were coming to their concerts, they kind of noticed that they were like the people that were wearing eyeliner. They were the people. Mm-hmm. They were the people that were getting like bullied. He said, yeah. like, the people that would run home from school. Goths, nerds, yeah. Yeah, like misfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after that, that kind of, like, the misfits took, with it kind of took Dynasty. them off their high horse. Like, they thought they were, like, right. freaking Celine Dion or, you know, like, oh. like, they thought they were, like, top 40. But yeah. they, they figured out, like, no, we're not. We're, we, all these fans love us, but we, we, we have all, like, the outcast mm-hmm. fans. So then after that, they kind of, like, humbled themselves. And then that's when they, they did Violator. So then, after oh. Violator, they actually became mainstream pretty much. <laughs> Super like, mainstream. Like that's when right? everybody liked them. You right. Know? So right. It's, they humbled themselves to get humongous again, which is <laughs> that's a good and, part of the journey. I think. Right. right. Yeah, and very important. And they have lasting power too. Mm-hmm. These guys. I mean, they've been at it since 1981, <laughs> along with Molly <laughs> Crew. Yeah. They said they've been addicts since 1981. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I'm sure they were. I well, you know, you can ask Dave about that. Yeah. One. Right. <laughs> so the other songs that were on there were, you know, um, World in My Eyes, Policy of Truth, Personal Jesus, Enjoy the Silence. That's a like, yeah. Those, four songs right there you know so um, Louis do you have some pop quizzes yep. for us pop pop why is Enjoy This Silence Andy Fletcher's favorite music video that they did A Andy's wife designed the crown that Dave Gahan wore on his head during the video okay B because Andy Martin and Alan only worked an hour on the video shoot are C Andy helped director with the uh, um, stylization and the editing of the video <laughs> I don't think I'm Andy gonna... has the time <laughs> you don't think so huh? to do that I'm gonna go with B Louis. I, I'm gonna go with B too because I, I, Andy's like too busy to do other, you know. To He's do. thinking about his side project. Okay, mm-hmm. you guys are right. <laughs> oh, look at you guys. Yes. 
So hold on. An hour? Yeah, hell yeah. Because all they did was just stand there. In yeah. the, video. the other members, the other three members of the band worked for an hour on the video. <laughs> Looking all, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. you know, peak Depeche mode. Yeah, that's all they did was stand and look mm-hmm. around. And all of it was all Dave Gahan. Of course. <laughs> Put him in locations. Yeah, there. so he so had to go point. to locations to do it. So it was like weeks and months probably yeah. for him. And well, well, they just did it. So they would did it. So they loved it. <laughs> so funny. And they all they all love it. It's not just Andy, but they all they all love it. But Andy was like, he's all, he always <laughs> he's talks the most about vocal it. about that. <laughs> that's right. He's tweeting it right now probably. All right. <laughs> there are four videos in total for this video. The two Anton Corbin versions, the mm. one that he did is the one that we watched where there's no Dave Gahan singing. Right. right. The one where Dave Gahan singing is the one that went kind of like around the world. That was the international. That's yeah, the international right. kind of one, right? Okay. And then there's, a, there's two more other ones, right? There's like, a, there's like an electronic version one and then there's another one, okay? All right. So this is actually the first one they did and it's really terrible. If we watch that one, it would all get thrown so back. You, right? So you've seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Uh, I've I watched it. Okay. Seen it. All right. So the one for the remix album was animated. It's an animated one. It's actually kind of oh, cool. Wow. It's actually kind of cool. The other one they did, it was um, filmed by a French company and it was actually put on French TV and they were going to use it at their video, but it was terrible how it came out. Yeah. So it's, it was done by a French company. Where was it filmed at? Was oh, it filmed at the Louvre? Was it filmed at the Eiffel Tower? Was it filmed atop of the World Trade Center? Or was it filmed at the LA Memorial Coliseum? I'm going to go <laughs> with the Coliseum. LA Coliseum? I would say the Eiffel Tower. You guys are both close, but way off. Oh, <laughs> it was actually on the top of the South Tower for the World Trade Center. Oh, wow. So if you watch it, it's, you know, the, those towers aren't there anymore. It's, right, right. leveled up. That's creepy. Um, but yeah, like wow. in 1990, it's like a, like on a helicopter shot. And then they, they show them just like kind of lip syncing on top of the World Trade Center Shit, on the roof. Kind of cool. And it wasn't Anton Corbin who directed that, No, right? no, it wasn't. Oh, wow. Only this one, right? <laughs> well, Andy must be pretty upset then about the, the, the other two. It's like, oh, we only work one hour, but now we got like three other more fucking videos to do. <laughs> so like originally, originally they didn't want to do the Anton Carver version. Wow. The whole band hated the idea. And so that's why, that's why there's this version. And they saw that and they're like, fuck, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. terrible. Okay. Pop, pop. So Dave Gahan didn't record all of his spots on the video. Mm. So the last parts of it is not him. It's a body double. Okay. Okay. Wait, the walking part? The walking part okay, where he's, okay, okay. his back's turned and he's in the snow. Yeah. He only did half of those and then he had to leave, right? Okay. <laughs> he had to leave. Yeah, he had to leave. And like, there's like I a, thought he was enjoying know. the silence. Yeah. So Dave Gahan had to leave the last days of shooting the video. Um, they had a body double for um, his walking in the snow parts. Why did he have to leave the shoot? A, the birth of his first daughter. B, his wife found out about a bisexual affair that he had. <laughs> bisexual what? affair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, he was too fucking cold. Why is the reason why he left the um, shoot? I'm going to go with he's probably too cold. Yeah, he's, he's a diva, man. He's, he's too, too fucking cold. Is, he's already a rock star, right? You guys are right. He oh, left because it was too fucking what a cold. Diva. He left like the, he just like said, fuck you guys, and he's out of here. Yeah. He completely hated everything about this video. <laughs> he didn't understand it. The rest of the guys were but kind of like over. But he knows Corbin, right? He knows of his work, yeah, yeah, but he well, wasn't they, as huge yet because the, he really kind of skyrocketed with Depeche Mode. Okay. Yeah. He's the one that came up with the idea for the video. And right. They, and Dave Gahan just, I mean, they just didn't get it. He was like, fuck this. I'm like in the snow and the, the other guys are all doing coke, you know, in England, <laughs> you know, like I need some smack, you know, like. Right. He's, right, probably, so. he's probably getting a. All right. Good job, guys. You guys got two out of um, <laughs> three. Three. Hey, passed. 
That's week. right. Okay, guys. So Anton Corbin had the idea for the video and went to Depeche Mode with it. Um, the theme that he came up with was the book The Little Prince. Do you guys ever? You guys remember? I've that? heard of it. Yeah, I've never, I've never read, it's read like it. The Little myself. Prince, who's like on the he's like on the moon well, or like yeah. a little planet by himself, right? And that was his idea for right. the video, right? His thing was he wanted Gahan dressed up like a stereotypical king, wandering hillsides in Scotland, in like Norway, in the Swiss Alps, and in Portugal. And he wanted to go black and white between color and, and it's supposed to talk about like how a king has nowhere to to sit and be happy. They're always, mm-hmm. there's always, like, there's always problems. There's always problems, always trouble, yeah. you know, and then you can Welcome never be happy when, yeah, you, yeah. when you have everything you, you could do right. anything, you're never going to be happy. And he right. wants a place to sit. So that's why he's walking around with a, with a deck chair, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that he told Dave Gahan and they, and they were just like, what? We don't get it. Like, all of them or just Dave Gahan? No, they all did. And they wanted a regular video. They wanted like where there's lip syncing, like a normal the, video. Right. And specifically on the World Trade Center. <laughs> they wanted to like do a normal video because they wanted to become mainstream kind of like. They didn't yeah. want to do something artsy, right? Is it Michael Jackson mainstream? Is that what they're aiming for? No, I'm thinking I'm in the 90s. Was just peop- in the like, 90s, what Mariah was Mariah Carey was yeah, mainstream. People were Vanilla just, Ice was mainstream. Yeah, people were just singing and, so and lip syncing, performing in front yeah. of the thing. You yeah. know, you perform and then you sell concert tickets. So Man. that's what they kind oh, of I wanted to see to them do. doing exactly well, I'm, what I'm watching. I'm glad they reined them in with creative output in music videos. Uh, so. They had to hold him down, huh? <laughs> to strap his legs and spread him apart. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. I got violated for a second. So they said no. Right. And then they went and did that French video, which is terrible. If you guys go back, go back you guys can watch it. It, starts, it. it actually yeah. starts off, I think they recut it and they put like a picture of them. I don't know if it was YouTube or the one I watched. It shows like, you know, the photo shoot where they're standing with all the leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the Tom's uh, Finland yeah. style, you know? Like, <laughs> and then it goes to that. And it's like they're on top of the World Trade Center playing. So exa- like, same exact thing. So they're doing intercut the, with a... No, no, it's just top. that one part and then it goes to, the, uh, only. to that part. And then, it show, okay. and then it shows them like lip syncing on top of the building. So they're doing like, like the most Tavern, um, the barbershop quartet. They're playing on top of the most Tavern, mm-hmm, pretty right? Pretty much. Yeah. The Simpsons. It's like a Beatles thing. <laughs> yeah, like the Beatles thing, yeah. <laughs> So that, the way that came out, it was terrible. They hated it. And they went back to Anton Corbin and said, all right, let's do it. Also, they shot the French video first. Mm-hmm. And then they went to Anton. Yep. I see. So they did that first. And that's why that one's only shown like on French TV. <laughs> so the locations for this was Scotland, Portugal, and the Swiss Alps. I knew I recognized Portugal there. <laughs> Dave Gahan later said that he felt like an idiot walking around in the, in <laughs> in the snow. Yeah, in the snow, dragging a chair dressed like a king. With his king hat? Yeah, With his king exactly. hat. I was about to say the king hat. <laughs> but it's funny because it, now it's it's pretty much like one of the most famous images of him. And But it was after the video came out, they got humongous. The video blew up. Yeah, it made the rounds of MTV. And yeah, exactly. Yes. It, it, every, I mean, every video show was playing it. So that's why they did the rest of the videos with him. With, yeah, yeah. With the rest of the album. The even rest th- of the album, yeah. How many videos songs went out? And devotion and even through ultra yeah mm. the ultra album yeah so yeah well. he did he did wow. all the rest of the videos so mm. yeah, he started the collaboration and, and then with anton i think he he um used his clout mm-hmm. with the patch mode to do like front 242 videos as well with the headhunter oh headhunter <laughs> yeah, yeah. headhunter you know, hunter. He, and um and also another video from tragedy for you which has the same kind of color palette and style as as Enjoy the Enjoy Silence. Science, yeah. That's a different podcast altogether. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ahead of himself. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. No, so I'm the, a big fan of Anton. That's yeah, why. <laughs> the two Anton Corbin videos. The, so the one that, that we saw today, mm-hmm. which is the one where Dave Gahan only sings the... Um, yeah, that's the one I've words seen more. Words are very unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. He only sings that part. Yeah, he only mouths that up, yeah. up. Right. He and really that, was, that one. Yeah, that was Anton Corbin's thing because he, he said that the song is Enjoy the Silence so he doesn't want want him singing through it 
and he wants only the words are very unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. they can only do harm because it's because he actually enjoy says, the silence. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And he says that line: "Words are necessary," even though he's mouthing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an ironic sense. That's yeah. that's cool. That's cool. And that right. version was put out to Canada, Japan, Mexico, and the United States only. The rest of the world got the one where he's actually lip syncing the whole song. Mm, where yeah. he's, he's lip syncing a lot of it in the black leather jacket while you're right. watching the other stuff. Right. And yeah. he's also singing it in, in the king outfit, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that one went out there. And that one, I think that one probably got sent out to places where they weren't as big. So they probably wanted to, like, this guy's the singer to, like, places like that mm-hmm. don't really know yeah, them. To, to give right? the idea, this, to is get, the, this is the guy this in the is band. The main they don't guy, want to right? be reminded of, like, king oppressing their culture. <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> you have to think of it in that perspective. Like the sun never like, sets on the Depeche Mode <laughs> fandom, right? Also, if you've never seen a band and you like the song, you're like, wait, who's the singer? Who's the band? Who's this? There's no right. internet. Yeah, I mean, right when yet, I was a kid, right? I, I was actually confused at one point who sings Martin Gore or Dave right, Gaughan because I saw somebody the video for somebody where it's just Martin Gore singing and I'm like wait what the uh, what happened to Dave Gaughan yeah, uh, yeah the, what happened to the Just Can't Get Enough guy <laughs> I hear their least favorite song all together as a band is uh, What's Your Name Hey you're such uh, a pretty, pretty boy oh, really? yeah it's funny oh, yeah, that's what I heard too P-R-E double T-Y and I love that song I love that song Leo loves that song but I can understand it's like their poppiest kind of like bubblegum hit exactly probably because Vince Clark probably wrote it you know now they take themselves like these artists right I only bring that up because of the reason the Anton Corbin collaboration kind of yeah street cred right they went to another level exactly they went to another level with Anton's collaboration that's what I was trying to get at and then they look back. You know, I'm sure you guys have like songs that you've mm-hmm. probably written, right? Or sing in the bathroom when you're jerking off. <laughs> and, then, and then you go, <laughs> I'm ah, singing while jerking off. Why do I, I do sing? Why do that, I, that's I, another level, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why do I ever? But yeah, when you go, when you watch <laughs> Synth Britannia, when they show that video, because mm-hmm. it's like one of their first videos that they do. I mean, they're only like 16 or something like that, right? Yeah, they're very, so yeah. they're, they're super, yeah, super well, they've gone had like a blonde, poofy hair. Right. Remember that? It, it's like, ugh. It's kind of like a rooster. Kind they all had of, the yeah, classic British teeth. And like, yeah, yeah. That's true. They were in Australia. Yeah. The big book of British smiles. So like, yeah, that was, I can understand why they, mm-hmm. <laughs> So what did, you, what did you guys think of the video when you guys first saw it? Uh, I thought, I mean, I, like as I was saying earlier, I, I immediately got the message. It was very simple, but I, I liked it. It's not as dynamic as the videos of that time where, uh, you know, just like back in the early 90s where just, you know, you would see the band, probably how Depeche Mode wanted it as them, like right. I say, playing live, stylized angles and lighting. But this one was just—it felt like a, you know, like a like an indie. It's not movie. like the master and servant where they're lay, they're rolling around on the floor in chains. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then in the end where he's all, you know, Dave Gons all like going back and forth with his little dance. He doesn't really vanilla. Um, I feel like a lot of the '80s were very quirky, yeah, zany, right? Yeah. But then you you come to the turn of the decade, and all of a sudden you get this kind of deep, serious, artistic. What? Well, art it, it was it was after the it started getting edgy. Okay. Yeah. Because before that, it, before the '80s, it, we were leaving like the punk rock started getting a little bit happier, and then we hit the fucking. Iran Contra, we right. had the nuclear, we had the Reagan years. That's right. And everybody the got Gulf fucking, War. The Gulf War a year later. Dark, you know. Yeah. Like, they get dark. People got to start wanting. All of a sudden it's crawling yeah. in my skin. <laughs> <laughs> so it changed a lot. The landscape changed a lot in that. T- those 10 years from 80 to 90 was crazy. And then from, you know, from 90 to. Yes, the excess of the 80s. Now it's evolving or devolving to the 90s where the 90s. everything's down and sad. Gangster you know, rap is huge. Reeling yeah, it in. The birth yeah. of grunge you know replaces hair metal and you know like i said earlier i was only a few months old when the song came out so 
<laughs> for the comment section on this video, it's like a ton of like, oh, I'm so happy that my mom would listen to this. Yeah. And like, um, now I'm a huge fan. And the strange guy would just come over. Went to the concert. The he goes, I hear Brian's name. <laughs> but um, I saw the video. I don't know, man. I, I always thought it was like, a, hmm, interesting. What's happening, right? Mm -hmm. It's going on. It's hard to explain. Except for the parts when they're, just, they're kind of just posing, right? And just looking at the camera. And I thought that was kind of cool, though. They're all like yeah. being macho. Compared to personal Jesus, they look like doofuses, but <laughs> <laughs> they look cool. They're all cowboyed out. You don't like that? Well, Dave Gunn looks like a doofus. I guess the rest of the band does. It doesn't suit him. Yeah, it doesn't suit him. With the, the Western. Man. Well, it's his hat. He's wearing like the Gungrave hat, and it's just it's his aerodynamic. It's just, shape of yeah, his like head. his shape doesn't fit that outfit. So, I mean, it starts off with the group shot. The group shot, right? Where, right. They're, where yeah. they're all in the fine leather jackets. Mm -hmm. It's like classic. Anton Corbin high contrast. It's Anton like Corbin casting black couch. Black and white. Kind of. <laughs> casting couch. Casting couch. Kind of like leather men. Yeah. <laughs> they look like they're like tough. Like they're like mad dogging the camera. I, I mean, and Dave Gahan is just like. I know. It's like, like looking a at mean you like, face. Like I am I'm, going to take you down. Andy Fletcher's like, it's not even worth your time. He looks away. Right? So the way that you could tell which video you're watching is either Martin Gore is like staring at the camera or is looking away when it starts. So then you know which one you're watching. Well, I'll, later on, then you could see what, if it's, he's singing or not. But. It's like getting a, a baseball card with like an error message exactly. on, yeah. Yeah. Error on it, right? Mm -hmm. like like yeah. You don't know what you're getting. You get, are you getting this version of the card? Right. Yeah. But as yeah. far as the video, I mean, there's only two layers, right? You got the you know the shots of the four guys and the regular yeah. you know rock star looks, mm -hmm. and then the the, the vagabonding mm -hmm. um, royalty or you know whatnot, and then well, you're the forgetting the quick flashes of the rose. The, the violator right. rose. That's yeah, true. The, the violator rose comes back towards the end again mm -hmm. too. And is it me or do they have a Gerardo look with yes. the leather jackets <laughs> and the jeans and, and the tank tops, <laughs> the tank tops yeah. and the jeans or t-shirt? And or this like is a... coming back. Well, the Millie Vanilli mm -hmm. also had the Gerardo. So this is like a, a they're thing. both 1990. It's all in, it's a yeah. 1990s. The leather jacket. Let me ask you guys: Did you guys ever have one of those classic punk rock Ramones leather yep. jackets? The, like the, the short ones. I, yeah, yeah, I still have it. Yeah, like they have. You have one? Yeah, I have it. You, you have want, it? Do you want to spoil it right now while we're doing this podcast? Please put it. Please put it on while we're doing this podcast. Because <laughs> yeah, right. I I need to look at you, and you need to look at us very angry while you're wearing it. Let's okay. see. He's, he's inside the closet right now. He is rifling through. I think, I think he's trapped in the closet. Oh, I think it's in my, in my closet. In my uh oh, his other. Oh, he's coming out of the closet finally, y'all. Huh? You finally come out of the closet. He's leaving his walk-in closet, and now he's walking out and then walking back in to his other closet. The real important closet. <laughs> the um, transitioning closet. 1-800-L's in the closet. <laughs> uh, Al, really? I don't remember really. I don't remember him wearing a rocket. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow, wow. You do have one. That's you nice. look good in it. How come you don't wear it? You know, you have to be really thin and tall to look good in them. Mm -hmm. And I check all boxes. Yes, except he's buff. <laughs> Al, you should really wear that more often. <laughs> Not in this 100 degree weather or are Well, I know, but... That's yeah. why you wear the tank top, sir. Yeah, you need, to, you need to wear the tank top, the wife beater, and then the Gerardo baggy jeans, the <laughs> right. mom jeans. No, the thing about... And, and I need the, the do-rag as well. Right. The thing about the leather, Al, is... You need the Cuban-heeled boots as well. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the leather jacket keeps you cool in the summer and warm in the winter. It's like skin. You're basically yeah, and I also skin. feel cool yeah. with it, too. Just imagine Andy Fletcher always hugging you from behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know skin on sin skin kind of thing. Skin on sin. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. You should have put this on before we even started. Now let's I let's start that podcast all over again. 
<laughs> you need to be in, in, in premium Depeche mode, violator wear right. for this. I see a rose tattooed too on the uh, yes. bicep. <laughs> right, all of a sudden I got into the back of my neck. <laughs> okay, so they're wearing they're wearing the owl jacket. 1990 through 1997. Yeah. Now to an old classic era. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing these. Yes. Busting Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. That was crazy, right? Yeah, a more effeminate version of the Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, these are like, le- these leather jackets are timeless, though. They, I mean, this, yeah, you can have this one. design right. has been around since the 50s mm-hmm. and barely changed. Yeah, I did buy it around like 95. Oh. Whoa, 95? Mm-hmm. This. Oh wow! So the, yeah, you you bought it in the era of, no, of the leather jackets. Of the leather jackets, because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be like so in would, tribute to Ramones so and you, also viol- Actually, yeah, you, as you say it now, Violator era the Pesh mode. The, right. but, you know, I could never pull the pompadour that Dave Gone can do. But then again, I, I don't look like him at all. Just a little bit. Just a little uh, bit. Uh, no, Get the West Indian look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the West Indies. <laughs> Okay, so that was uh, popular at the time. Yeah, Barry, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is kind of funny because you never think of people that are into Depeche Mode as being mainstream kind of, you know. But at that right. time, you know, they were really pushing for that. And that was the look. That well, was the... I mean, granted, like 2018, the people who love these songs are now our age or slightly older. Not for Ryan's case, though. No, no, no. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, they're they're the consumers. They're 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 now homeowners. They now have insane disposable income. They're proud. Yeah, they so have, they have cats. So, they have leather jackets. They the, can't find. That's right. And <laughs> then this is the reason why you hear stupid new wave songs like Gary Newman's Cars on Walmart commercials because the demographic of then is now the um, the economic movers right. of 2018 consumers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they did the Transformer movies and the GI Joe movies. Yeah, the nostalgia market. Uh, I'm still writing a script right now, just a spec script on GoBots. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to come out, but yeah, maybe like late 2020s. Yeah, it sounds like a web series for like Crackle, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yeah, three layers. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. It, it's Dave gone walking <laughs> through several locations and hating the cold. Right. What a fucking diva. I had no idea that was. Oh, yeah. He hated the cold part. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could understand, like, because yes, he he's not wearing. Well, that's like, true. Snow- he's not wearing snowshoes. He's not wearing. He's just wearing no. the cape and the right. helmet. I mean, the, and then he's got to carry that thing. And I don't know how many takes that. Like, he should have gone to REI deal. and gotten those insulation now. Guys, just getting there probably was a bitch for him. Yes, like, exactly. Come on, man. Dave Gom was probably what in his late twenties, early thirties. Maybe when they shot this video, like late 20s, let's say, Is that right? Old? Probably, huh? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, 19, the came he's out like, as teenagers. He's when, like 18 and 79, 80, right? So, yeah, yeah. so he, he, I'd imagine that's around the time where you're appreciating world travel. Right. But he yeah. already traveled the world like probably 10 times by then. Over, but yeah. not in the Swiss Alps. But right then, <laughs> Portugal. right then they're huge, and he's just like, I just want to go get laid. After this, he had to go to rehab and stuff, right? This when he one. starts looking like Jesus, I think that's when he's... Yeah, getting, yeah, that's when he, that's right. when he did the, the first Jesus look, mm-hmm. which is what... Songs of Faith and Devotion. Yeah, so that's 1994. That's when he had to, like, they, they stopped touring and he had to... Mm. So, I mean, he so maybe he's already getting the shakes uh, of, like, DTs. back then. Like, yeah. you know, like the movie Gia, when Angelina Jolie's character was aching for a fix. Right. And she had to leave a video shoot just to be with her dealer. It's like 1930? <laughs> aching for a fix? <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. It's great. You're the first person I <laughs> Go know. ask Alice, right? And You're the first person I know who ever like brought the conversation to Gia. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, and then he's just going through those different shoots around the world mm-hmm. and putting his chair down, sitting for a while, searching for the silence, searching for a silence, and yeah. he can't that he can't find. And every so often he would stop, open up the lawn chair, and then 
You think that try, lawn chair, though? Try to enjoy the silence, but... Do you, do you think it's a royal-looking lawn chair? No, I think that's kind of the contrast. Yeah, that's the contrast to it. It's, it's just like, like a regular lawn chair that you would see at some resort or something. Or It's, the, it's relatable now because, hey, I got one of those in my backyard. <laughs> right. and it's like wood. It's not one of those metal ones, you know? Cheap oh, I know, the cheap aluminum ones. It's not yeah. even metal, like aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when I first saw this video, I thought he was supposed to be a religious figure. Kind of like a god, like a or missionary, like maybe like God, like right? he's like searching to... for silence, but he's always being called upon. Yeah, okay. Because it almost looks like he's wearing like a Christ kind the of King like, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a like Vatican-y kind of stuff. And right, like, and he there nowhere he goes, he could have silence because people are always praying. His that, cloak cape is very. I mean, I like uh, that take better slash. actually. That he is, uh, yeah, like he's more of a god than a than a king. He can't find peace. Right, he's got he a Kendrick Lamar. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look in the beginning of the video. <laughs> right. The humble, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely, right. Inspired by. So, like, that's that's what I thought it was at first, and then when they talk about the king and having everything you want, and then mm-hmm. you can't find solace. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, that's kind of a good that's idea. Right. I mean, to pull. The, I mean, that's a good idea for a video. Yeah, minimal. But you know, I don't think Adam Carbon was doesn't want to touch the idea of religion, though. You think in his uh, in, in this video, he just wants the idea of. Uh, an authority figure who hears all the noise of his kingdom. Yeah, it's just a king. It's not, right. it's not a religious. Which is, right. which, yeah, you know, which is, yeah, like cut and dry to me is very simple. <laughs> yeah, it's more simple. and could mean just one thing to one person and another thing. Yeah, yeah. And, or if you're a wrestling fan, he looks, he looks like Jerry the King Lawler. Also as well. <laughs> as well. <laughs> Always with the wrestling. Of, uh, wrestling <laughs> I'll, I'll squeak and wrestle as much wrestling as I can in this podcast, guys. <laughs> that's, a se- that's a secret thing that he wants yeah, to do. Secretly a wrestling movie. podcast? Yeah. Ah, dude, it's fucking Secretly bad. stabbing the wrestling podcast into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna Hash, happen. Hashtag um, <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler when I, when I, when I upload <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Only. You know, I like this video a lot better than I like um, the Joy Division one he did. Oh, Atmosphere? Yeah. Because hmm. yeah, like, there's yeah, a definitely. story. Even though there's not a story, there's something there that's No, no, not there's just, definitely a story with this one. I also think there's a story with the Atmosphere one. Oh, I don't see I a just, story there. But the thing is, I don't know what it is. But it has something to do with positive and negative. And then you got the KKK druids with the black hoods and the, and the white robes. So they just look like the things from Star Wars, the ones that are trying right. To, the Jawas, yeah, the Jawas, <laughs> yeah, those, the Jawa division. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the video that he did before? He did atmosphere before, before, right? Yeah. Okay. He did a couple of Paul Abdul videos, right? <laughs> <laughs> he did like a John H. Jazz. <laughs> he did Which Seven one? Seas. Seven Seas. He, he yeah. did. He did Pride. You too. He did Bring on the Dancing Horses. And he did. Uh, yeah, he did some Ian McCullough solo work too. He mm-hmm. did Question of Love. He did um, Bed Bugs and Boogaloo. Lips like Sugar. He did the game. He did Strange Love. I'm surprised he didn't do. Um, he did Behind the Wheel. He never, 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 never. Let he me did Blasphemous Rumors. He did Welcome to Paradise and Hunt Hunter for Front Two Four Two. He did Atmosphere Joy Division. So he, he did, did those before Joy Division. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! And then after Joy Division, he did the Healing and uh, Faith and Healing. Ian McCullough. He did Personal Jesus. Wow. But how about some non-notables? A couple of them. Um, <laughs> Front Two Four Two Tragedy. Tragedy for you. Um, lover, Lover, Lover. Ian McCullough. One. You two. I mean, he did a You Two's all their famous al- all oh. their famous ones. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. That's, uh, that's so random. Uh, walking in my shoes. I feel you. Heart shaped box. Grant Lee Buffalo. That's Buffalo the one I Burst. wanted to do was Heart Shaped Box. 
Henry Rollins Liar. That was like a really famous video. Wait, Heart Shaped Box is by... Oh, and he did Toronto. Hurt by Johnny Cash, no, by, too. I'm saying by Anton Corbin? Yeah. He's done a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Big ones, too. Mama Said, Metallica. Mama Said! I don't know. <laughs> Not a song. It's probably the shitty logo Metallica, too. <laughs> Barrel, right? lo- Bar- no, that's 1996 Metallica. Yes, yeah, so it's the, from the Load album. Yeah, the shitty logo Metallica. Um, Barrel of the Gun. <laughs> Barrel of the Gun, Depeche Mode. <laughs> yep, that's, a, that's the one. This probably won't be the last time we'll be talking about his work. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. After debating this. Yes. I'll put on the science. leather jacket. Yeah. Got my toga on. A couple of nice single mouth scotches. <laughs> Louis wearing the crown. I'm, I'm sitting on the deck chair. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys going to do? You keep it, throw it back. Go ahead, Birdo. Okay, I, uh, I don't get to ask for me this time, huh? Well, mm-hmm. All right. Are- I mean, to me, I've always liked this video. Uh, the production's very simple. But uh, yeah, this is definitely a keeper for me. Uh, both incarnations of the video, the international one, and the one where you can actually see Dave sing the whole song, and this one as well. I dig it. I love I love the aesthetic of, of dirty, gritty imperfections on film and little, you know, random pieces of it's dirt like the analog, hair. The analogness yeah, of the, the, and, of the film. And, this is before probably the age of digital when he slapped this thing together. So it's amazing. So to me, it's like in the artistic sense, definitely a keeper. Um, the concept, simple and effective. Even a 15-year-old me got it. So um, I'm keeping this one. <laughs> anyway, um, there was nothing, there's nothing I can say that Al already didn't say. It's a good video, man. I like it. Uh, the first time I saw it, I just remember like being kind of stuck like where is it going like what's going on mm-hmm. and then the end kind of leaves you with uh, you kind of want some more like part of the story I guess it, you want some more but it's, you know the story you're already getting yes though. you kind of get the idea but you know it's a younger kind of like mentality mm-hmm. perception in the way I saw it. it's kind of like you know it's interesting but I've always kind of liked that to me like I said I think there was a turning point in their sound you know like darker mm-hmm. and then coupled with the video and the color I mean it's kind of weird you know yeah but yeah definitely a keeper and again it was part of my rotation in my early <laughs> <laughs> that rotation. Okay. As for me, guys. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know, he did all the Echo and Bunny Man albums before this, which is in 87. So like Lips uh-huh. Like Sugar, those are all black and white videos. Right. And all reco- Corbin, Yeah, right? all like recorded like in Spain and stuff like that. So it also has the same kind of feel to that because it's also like the dirty kind of uh-huh. grittiness, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh... He was doing black and white before that, but then when he did Seven Seas, that's full color. So, mm-hmm. but then like inside of a stage, so he mm-hmm. kind of mixed it up a lot, and it's kind of cool. But like in the, towards that kind of era of the nineties, so yeah. it's all black and white because then he did that all, back on the bunny in black and white. Mm-hmm. Then he did all the Depeche Mode black and white. Then he did all the Front Two Four Two black and white. Mm-hmm. So he's like, it's like his black and white. That's a signature. Period. Yeah, it's. I think it's a callback from when he was working with, let's say, Joy Division. Was one of the first bands he yeah. ever worked with, right? And. and his classic photos of Jordi Rich and Bauhaus, a lot of post-punk bands were you know, just black and white. Contra- I think he just mastered that aesthetic. And times were changing. You know, 80s got colorful. The 90s were getting darker and darker. So mm-hmm. it, he started getting work again. And then eventually he parlayed that to a, a Nirvana gig. Granted, it's one of his more colorful videos, oh, which like is the heart-shaped box. The brightest of the... Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's like the like... brightest. But it's still dark, though. It, yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's the brightest colors. But somehow, because of the theme of the song, the imagery that he composed for that one, it's... It's dark. Co- it's a contrast. Yeah, it. and but it's, it's amazing. The, the 90s was everything was that hyper color. Mm-hmm. Hyper color. That, the later, mid to late 90s was all like super hyper color. Right. Was, I had those shirts too, yeah. The bright, the hyper I color. had a hyper color. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing. They brought it's it back too. It's funny. 
Um, this the video that we saw the the one where there's no where he just where Dave Gahan only sings the mm-hmm. words are very mm-hmm. yeah that part I keep I keep that video that's a great video mm-hmm. the other video the one where he's lip syncing where he's lip syncing I throw that I throw it away you don't like that I don't one, like huh? that one where he's actually singing to you like a kid. yeah I don't right. like that, that one, you don't like that I don't like that one, one huh? at all okay because it it's it's very cool I like the that he only speaks when it's the words are very unnecessary yeah i do like that that i like that and i like that he doesn't talk it's enjoy the silence the whole you know so he Mm -hmm. doesn't sing the whole entire time um i like that stuff yeah so i'm keeping this version of it all right it's a good video that we picked we're thinking about doing personal jesus i'm after Mm -hmm. after watching we were shuffling between personal jesus this song and then i was it i originally suggested heart-shaped box they were all like anton corbin projects But we opted for this one. We'll probably do Heart Shape Box later, right? Yeah, eventually. And we're probably yeah. going to keep it. So it's a spoiler alert. Episode 80. <laughs> Forget it. We're not doing it now. Okay, so let's get to the YouTube views. So what are you guys thinking? I'm going with 84,000. Thousand? Sorry, million. 84,000 million. How much is that? That's a lot, right? Okay. <laughs> what about right. you all? I would go with 54 million. You guys are fucking way off. Man, it's, I suck. Eh? Like I, yeah, I told you. Not having the answers right in front of me. A blows. taste of your own medicine. <laughs> 27 million, 670,000, Only? Because there's a lot of people who upload this fucking video. Oh, so it's, it's right. all of so like, it. Right, so I got cannibalized then, by And then there's, there's the four versions of the video. You know, cannibalizing each other. There's just so let's say you added them all up. If you added that, it up, would add up to like fifty-seven million, right? See, but fifty-four million. <laughs> then oh. also on their official site, they also have just like the picture, and then you could listen to the song. So right. they have that also. That's probably been up for a long time. I just checked, and the French version, eight hundred forty-seven million, <laughs> trending right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's trending. Right now. We're terrible. Man, at that we one. weren't even close. Huh? Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, I didn't take into consideration all the cannibalizing the other yeah. versions did versus what China saw versus what <laughs> Russia saw. Yeah. You know. So, and, I mean, and, and then there's just like the random, you know. Random kid. Yeah. Who who put who uploaded it and that guy probably has, you know like, like, that probably me, guys has like one hundred and twenty seven thousand probably easily, that one. Yeah. you know I'll tell you this right I have a uh, a checkered past with uploading Depeche Mode videos really what mm-hmm. oh right, bring it out <laughs> like this is this is huge actually in the turn of my life back in the MySpace days right I was kind of semi on the ground floor when MySpace started and yeah. I got like really, like a lot of followers right, and and the thing this is before the age of algorithms where how Facebook does it now if they think your content is bull shit or, or like whatever they will just filter you out myspace was just like whatever you post everyone will see you know anyways long mm-hmm. story short so for fun uh, i uploaded the video for but not tonight mm-hmm. on myspace and fucking myspace killed off my account oh really killed off my account and, blacklisted? and getting rid of my account and thirty five thousand followers let's go ahead drop some and, numbers and, and, like, so my profile and brand went to the shitter right because I uploaded, but not tonight. Because it was, it's a great video. It's a mm-hmm. cute video because it showed, because apparently, it's the soundtrack of a movie. Right. And it's Depeche Mode and scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, very 80s, I remember, right? Yeah. What movie is it? I forgot. But an it's 80s a, movie, like a romantic movie. Yeah, that, the, that song has like one of the best beginnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a good beginning. And and so, anyway, they decided to just kill my account, not even give me a warning or anything and say, hey, man, don't upload copyright material. Because yeah. back then, we don't know what the rules were. YouTube right. was getting away with copyrighted materials all the time. It was fucking the Wild West. But anyway, I think that's when the era when MySpace would start getting into trouble with like video content. And <laughs> right. the studios are saying, hey, you can upload that. They probably had to you know? play. So the kill off his account to teach him a lesson. Right. So I had to kind of scrape back, start over in, in like 2007 when that yeah. happened. Yeah. 
And eventually, I got the numbers back again. But then that's when MySpace, MySpace began to die. So now I'm on Facebook, right? And, and as you would say, you can- and I and I have the same amount of followers again. The sad part is when they implemented that algorithm, yeah. it's pointless to have that many followers right. as well. That's so, funny that you have a that your checkered passage to fish mode. <laughs> Sincerely, Martin Gore. <laughs> I think Martin Gore reported me personally, yeah. right? Or Alan Wilder. They're then, like they're like take away that guy's leather jacket. <laughs> I know. It's like, Oh, let's go to the YouTube comments, all right? All right. Okay, so I have four, right? Okay, so here's the first one, all right? This is YouTube user BlackRose79. I know her. You know her? I think it's a dude. I, th- I think she was a follower <laughs> of mine on MySpace. Right. Here you go. My best friend sounded just like Dave Gahan and would sing this song all the time at the local karaoke bars. He died in a car crash two years ago. R.I.P. Oh, no. <laughs> what? No. Oh, so sad. Why, so sad, but why would you volunteer that information? Like, or it could have been longer and more touching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the other one. Here's the next one. By YouTube user Strictly Correct. <clears throat> I love how you, Louis, t- calls them YouTube users. Yes. <laughs> YouTube user name. So, um, not YouTuber. This guy, user. check out this guy, right? This song makes me picture a man and a woman in a nightclub are such a place. They are locking eyes from afar as they dance. No words are spoken between them as they get closer to each other. And she is in his arms. The further they get into the song, the more in love they become with each other. They don't speak because words are forgettable. The song ends and they're in each other's arms kissing. The end. Love songs <laughs> this guy, from the like, coast. This guy made up like a whole video for himself, right? That, that's his uh, Mike Will I Am take on, like, on this. Yes, they died in a skateboarding accident. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, YouTube user. Mr. G. Dave needs to use Google Maps. With all that walking forever looking for snow, it was like 0.8 miles from where he bought that beach chair. <laughs> God, that's a good one. That's a good 0.8 one. 0.8 miles. So it's not even one mile. It's a 0.8 mile. It's like, brilliant. All right, here's the last one. I, I like this one because of his name. YouTube user Bob Dabalina. Shout out to Dal the Funky Homo Sapiens. <laughs> <laughs> Words can't describe the beauty and the perfection of this track I haven't seen in ages since the day it was released. Wow. It could be released tomorrow and blow away all that auto-tuned EDM shit that passes for music today. Why? Because it comes from the age when pure humans roamed the earth. Whoa. Not the cell phone operator generation of today. R.I.P. humanity. It was a good run. Whoa. <laughs> that, that, that guy sounds like, uh, what you call me that one day? A curmudgeon. A curmudgeon. <laughs> This guy sounds like he's gonna like bomb it's a, a record studio or something. Fine. Fucking hippie, so, man. He's gonna like bomb a cell phone um, <laughs> Verizon or something, huh? <laughs> R.I.P. Humanity. That one got me like. That was like what took the longest time was looking for these. Did you see that? Uh, this people saying, please come to Brazil? Anything like that? Yeah, there was a ton of that. There was a ton of. <laughs> Listen I love 2018. The, there's a ton of the hearts. There's a ton of I love the song. Box. There's a ton of like just the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a ton of like my mom got me into Peshmo. She used to listen to it when I was a baby. Right. And now they're my favorite band. <laughs> um, we saw them together in concert. A bunch of like that kind yeah, of stuff. Personal right. stories. Um, but I like those ones. Those are great yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of racist ones too, probably. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, for our next episode, we will be discussing... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so funny, guys. It's a jacket. Is it my awesome jacket? <laughs> Squeezing you. We will be discussing Lady Gaga's paparazzi. A little shot towards the 2010s. So a little more modern, but still a few years ago. And it's kind of going to get the kids in there for, for us old geezers. So about it. thank you for listening. Um, if you want to follow us on SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, Facebook, at TMVR Podcast, Throwback Music Video Review. Twitter as well at TMVR Podcast. Dark Roasted Blend. <laughs> Dark Roasted Blend. This verse. Uh, like follow us on Blogspot. Yeah. Word Friendster. But uh, you, can, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, definitely. Yeah, also on iHeartRadio. Yeah, so whatever podcast can be listened to, I think we're on TuneIn as well. How browsers are we? Browsers. Uh, I'm still trying to get the approval for browsers, but uh, they don't do gay porn yet. So we're, we're, we're trying to uh, progress their movement. Anyway, so thank you for listening. See you next time. Really quick, by the way, I've never seen Depeche Mode except at the Anaheim Pond. Oh yeah, tell with, the story with, our, with the host Louis right here. We went to try to, to scalp to some go tickets. Try to buy some tickets off a scalper. Yeah, event. so you know we saw this some people right. So what, which uh, what year was it? What, what um, songs of faith and devotion? Two thousand ninety nine, two thousand. Okay, yeah. All right. so what Ultra maybe? Way after Ultra. Yeah, but anyway, we it was it was holiday season. Yeah, it was the, freezing December cold. was freezing. Louis brought his flask. We were like sipping on it with some brandy, you know, and uh, yeah. uh, and it was kind of like rainy. Again, Anaheim, the pond. I don't know what it's called now. I think it's different. Like Honda Center. See, things have changed, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but we, you know, we got a little nervous because we saw one of these scalpers, and uh, he had his his kid with him. Oh wow! And he, and he gets arrested, and the kid gets taken away. And yeah, that was kind of that's a, crazy. So we got a little nervous, you know, like oh, man, and that's, that's like the first sweet. time we ever saw it because like we bought scalp tickets before. Yeah, but they actually are cracking. They down. were cracking. I mean, it's Orange County. It's Orange so. County. Yeah. Orange County. Sorry, you know, and so. it's a very legit place. You know, it's not like you. But I mean, it was right there by the actual way people buy tickets. You walk in, yeah, yeah. right. But anyway, so we waited. I'm like, probably not gonna get in. You know, let's just go uh, get some fat burgers. Probably. We already paid for parking, so yeah. like we we paid for parking to get in. Right. right. And, and then, then all of a sudden, uh, just because he's a nice older Hispanic man, he opens the door. He says, "Hey, you guys want to? You guys want to come in?" He just let like, you guys in. He's like, "All right, hold on." And he's checking, and he's like, "All right." And then it's like me, Louie, and a bunch of other people rush. Right? We go in, and uh, he's like, "All right, just just uh, Merry Christmas." And then whoa, yeah. okay. and then so where you guys sit? We ran straight to the fucking front row. Dude. Yeah, and it was, was weird. We like, looked at each other, and we were both wearing that same jacket you're wearing now. I don't know where. And then we started, <laughs> we're all black and white. <laughs> it was like beautiful Christmas bows on it, and then we're, and then anyway, it was like the last two songs, and then two or three um, encores. encores. So we got yeah, a like nice. A, oh, you got you got it towards nice like a, the mid. We got a good there. half no, no, an hour. We got the end. We got a good half an hour of the show still because they they probably played for like two hours. Yeah, two but we got many encores. A like lot two of encores. Or three came and we, out two or three songs each, and, so and it was all the good songs. It was all like the the ones right. they end with. You know, did you guys catch Enjoy the Silence? Then we got somebody. somebody. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's your name? I think not. Nah, that wasn't that. That's the only time I've ever seen him. I've never seen him again. Yeah, it was like free. It was cool. Yeah, that that is the, the sweetest price. That's the only time I see him too. We were on the floor level, went all the way closest, closest we could to the stage, and just like kind of like fit in to like right. the chairs. And no one said anything. It was nice. That old man, now was Dave gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. And that old man was Anton Corbin. <laughs> 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.